in the heart of Indianapolis, inside the electric atmosphere of the Hoosier Dome, the NBA All-Star Game is about to get underway. The picturesque backdrop sets the stage for a moment that will reverberate throughout basketball history. The young stars are on show, headlined by Isaiah Thomas and Michael Jordan. With the energy pulsating throughout the arena, every fan can feel the anticipation building. As the game tips off, the air crackles with excitement, knowing that these two young stars are destined to make their mark. Jordan takes flight, his gravity-defying moves capturing the attention of everyone in the arena. Each dunk and mesmerizing play sends shockwaves through the crowd as they witness the emergence of a basketball prodigy. Samson in the corner. You see Isaiah Thomas gambling a little bit. Jordan goes high for the rebound with his familiar tongue hanging out in those shoes. Huh? Bird trapped in the corner. Knocked away. Moses. Jordan chips it in. What a play. However, an unexpected narrative begins to unfold. There's a shift in dynamics, a deliberate act taking shape on the court. Jordan finds himself isolated, deprived of opportunities, as his fellow All-Stars, in particular Isaiah Thomas, seem to freeze him out. Jordan was the only starter on the East to take less than 10 shots. Even two bench players took at least 10. In a 1988 interview with reporter Roy Firestone, Jordan was asked about the freeze-out game. I was very confused. I didn't understand what exactly was going on. I didn't understand the reasoning. This moment, etched in basketball history as the freeze-out, ignited a fire within Michael Jordan. It became a defining chapter in the fierce rivalry between him and Isaiah Thomas, laying the groundwork for years of epic battles. But how did these two players reach this pivotal moment? What were the events that shaped their early careers and set them on a collision course at the 1985 All-Star Game. Welcome, basketball fans, to Battle of the Ballers. This is the podcast where we dive deep into the legendary rivalries that transformed the NBA. In this series, we unravel the intense rivalry between two of the greatest titans of the game, Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas. Following their respective draft days in 1981 and 1984, both Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas wasted no time in making their mark on the NBA. Their talents were undeniable, and they quickly proved their worth on the court. Thomas, the second overall pick in the 1981 NBA draft by the Detroit Pistons, wasted no time in making his impact felt. Known for his lightning-quick speed, exceptional ball-handling skills, and court vision, Thomas became the driving force behind the Pistons' resurgence. With his flashy style of play and undeniable charisma, Thomas quickly made an impact in the league. He showcased his skills as a point guard, dazzling fans and leaving opponents in awe. But the road to success wasn't always smooth for the young star. Isaiah Thomas faced numerous challenges early in his career. He had to navigate the competitive landscape of the NBA while carrying the weight of expectations on his shoulders. But Thomas was determined to prove himself and make a name for himself in the league. Straight after being drafted, the 20-year-old guard from Indiana University signed a four-year, $1.6 million contract to play basketball for the Detroit Pistons. It's a good feeling about being signed, but there's a bad feeling about it too. When you think of this money business, when you wake up at night, think you're worth only so much money to play basketball. 
I don't want to be known as Isaiah Thomas, the basketball player. I want to be known as Isaiah Thomas, the person. In his rookie season, Thomas made an immediate impact for the Pistons, averaging an impressive 17 points and 7.8 assists per game. His exceptional court vision and ability to control the game earned him recognition as one of the league's top young talents. As the seasons went by, Thomas continued to elevate his game and establish himself as a force to be reckoned with. He led the Pistons to multiple playoff appearances, displaying his leadership skills and unyielding determination. In 1982, Isaiah received his first invitation to the All-Star Game. As a young player surrounded by seasoned veterans, Isaiah showcased his ability to command the game with his lightning quick speed, ball handling wizardry and unmatched court vision. As Thomas dazzled on the court, it became evident that he was no longer the new kid on the block. The NBA landscape was about to witness the arrival of a dynamic force who would forever change the game. His name was Michael Jordan. On the first day of practice, uh, my mentality was um, whoever is the team leader of the team, I'm going to be going after him. And I'm not going to do it with my voice because I had no voice. I had no status. I had to do it with the way that I played. For Jordan, the third overall pick in the 1984 draft, it was clear from the start that he was destined for greatness. He burst onto the scene with the Chicago Bulls, capturing the attention of fans and opponents alike with his gravity-defying dunks, jaw-dropping athleticism, and relentless scoring ability. It didn't take long for him to make his mark in the league. In his very first NBA game, he scored an impressive 16 points against the Washington Bullets, giving fans a taste of what was to come. As the season progressed, Jordan's star continued to rise. His performances on the court caught the attention of basketball enthusiasts worldwide. The league took notice of Jordan's talent, and his impact on the game was undeniable. By the time the 1985 All-Star game rolled around, he had already established himself as one of the most exciting players in the NBA. The All-Star game was a chance for him to showcase his skills and prove that he belonged among the best. The stage was set for the 1985 NBA All-Star game, a gathering of the league's finest talent. Jordan reminisced about his first All-Star game experience. Be very quiet when I went there. Um, I didn't want to go there like um, was a big shot rookie and you must respect me. The game unfolded with high anticipation, showcasing the incredible skills and competitiveness of the players. Yet, as the minutes ticked away, a peculiar dynamic began to emerge. Jordan found himself isolated, excluded from the flow of the game, and denied the chances to showcase his extraordinary abilities. Whispers circulated, and accusations flew. Was this a deliberate act to freeze out the young prodigy? Did his peers intentionally deny him the ball? Fueled by a mix of envy and desire to put him in his place, the narrative gained traction and the legend of the freeze-out was born. The incident became a focal point of controversy and debate, with pundits dissecting the motives and actions of those involved. Did Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson and George Gervin orchestrate a conspiracy against Jordan, seeking to humiliate and undermine him? The plan seemed simple. George Gervin and Magic Johnson would hound Jordan defensively throughout the game, not giving him an inch to breathe. It was an unusual tactic as most players tend to ease up during the All-Star game, especially in the early quarters. But for Isaiah Thomas, his role was even more specific. He was tasked with ensuring that Jordan wouldn't even touch the ball. 
the truth remains shrouded in speculation, as no player involved has ever confirmed the existence of a planned freeze-out. I've looked at the film of that game at least 60 times to see whether I could have given him the ball at some point, didn't. I'm bringing that tape. And the first person who asks me, I'm going to say, here it is, go ahead and do some homework. The young Jordan took nine shots throughout the game, but only two found their mark. It was a far cry from the usual dominance we associate with Michael Jordan, even as a rookie. Regardless of the facts, the freeze-out game became a pivotal moment in the rivalry between Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas. The freeze-out ignited a fire within Jordan, a burning desire to prove himself and assert his dominance in the league. Little did they know that they had just awakened a sleeping giant. You didn't really know. I was too immature at the time to even realize it was happening. And then I just kept trying to become the best basketball player I could be. And then all the other stuff just kind of took a life of his own. Jordan, fueled by the perceived slight and armed with a determination to prove his worth, unleashed a performance for the ages against the Detroit Pistons. It was a mesmerizing display of skill, resilience, and sheer dominance. It seemed like Jordan could do whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. But as the game neared its end, with just five seconds remaining and the scores tied, it was Isaiah Thomas who held the ball, with a chance to seal the victory for the Pistons. But fate had other plans. In a split second, the ball was knocked out of Thomas's hands. And who was there to seize the opportunity? None other than Michael Jordan himself. Right-hander block. Here come the Pistons. Three on two. Isaiah to John Long. Protects the ball with a body. By two to get to Michael Jordan, who already has 41. Baseline leaner won't fall. Packed up though and in. Great, great player. Missed a shot, but was right there to go back up so quick. John Long is going to have to look at it. Here it comes. Five seconds, seconds to play now. Four, now three. Isaiah penetrates, dropped the ball, going to the hole. We're going to overtime. Overtime beckoned, and the Bulls took control, leaving no doubt about their dominance, ultimately securing a resounding 139-126 to 126 victory. Jordan delivered a performance for the ages, scoring a career high at the time of 49 points on 19 of 31 shooting while also snatching 15 rebounds. That game, an overtime victory for the Bulls, marked the inception of the Jordan legend. It was a defining moment that signaled his arrival as a force to be reckoned with in the NBA. Jordan finished his rookie year with 28.2 points per game, 6.5 rebounds per game, 5.9 assists per game, 2.4 steals per game, 0.8 blocks per game, a 51.5% field goal percentage, and an 84.5% free throw percentage. This all led to him winning the NBA Rookie of the Year award. Meanwhile, Thomas was building the Pistons into a powerhouse. Thomas and Jordan were on a collision course, both destined for greatness, both carving their own path. And soon, they would cross paths on the hardwood at the pointy end of the season. To this day, Thomas denies the freeze-out coming to the defense of himself and the remainder of the team via Twitter in response to Michael Jordan's accusation. Stop lying, this story is not factual or accurate. Tell the truth, man. Dr. J. Moses Malone, Larry Bird, Sidney Moncrief, and I did not freeze you out. If memory serves me correct, I was injured most of the second half, and Bird had a broken nose. Magic and Samson dominated the game. We've only scratched the surface of the fierce rivalry between Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas. The freeze-out, the aftermath, 
and Jordan's defiant response set the stage for an unforgettable basketball saga that would unfold in the years to come. But our journey is far from over. In the next episode of Battle of the Ballers, we'll dive into the competition between the Bulls and the Pistons as these two titans clash time and time again in the NBA playoffs. From the infamous Bad Boys to the Jordan Bulls, we'll unravel the strategies, the mind games, and the sheer determination that fueled this rivalry. This is Battle of the Ballers, and we're just heating up. Before you go, if you like heavy metal and stories, then you'll love Battle of the Bands, the narrative form metal podcast that unpacks the biggest rivalries in rock and metal history. Season 1 took in Megadeth versus Metallica, and Season 2 went across the divide to explore the beef between Judas Priest and Iron Maiden. It's like Business Wars, but metal. Find Battle of the Bands wherever you listen to your podcasts or visit battleofthebandspod.com.